0: hello rome and everyone else who are not rome but are listening to this podcast hello strangers yeah again this is rome and you're listening to rome learns to podcast yeah so this is the podcast where i just record my thoughts as if this were a journal and so yeah i will be talking again for like 20 minutes about stuff so the first 10 minutes i'll be talking about a particular topic that i decided to talk about today and then the second half which is the last 10 minutes will be me answering five questions from the 365 thought-provoking questions okay so today's episode i'd like to focus on superstitious beliefs okay So, yeah, I'm trying to, like, improve my storytelling skills here. So I'm going to talk about something that was from the past. I think I'm going to call this episode uh, How to Pray the Rain Away and Other Superstitious Beliefs I Had as a Child. (laughs) That is quite a title, and it's quite long. But yeah, about superstitious beliefs, I believe that every one of us have experience having superstitious beliefs and even now some of us might still be holding on to these superstitious beliefs because reasons and because we are all human beings and we're kind of prone to think of we're kind of prone to see agency where there is none i got that from a book called outgrowing god by richard dawkins if you're interested in those kinds of things you can check that book out but yeah he he said something like we see agency where there is none and that's not really what i'm going to talk about here but yeah so about superstitious beliefs one of the earliest superstitious beliefs that i had as a child was that i could pray the rain away like that was among the first prayer so that i learned as a child it's like whenever there were storms my grandmother would tell me to you know pray to pray for the weather and to pray for the storm to go somewhere else like she gave me a specific place to where we could send the storm away and that is a sea which is like on the north Northwest of the Philippines, um, I wouldn't be naming that sea because, I, well, when my grandmother taught me about this prayer, she used the name that we wouldn't want to call that sea right now. So, yeah, I learned how to pray the rain away when I was maybe five, six, around that age. And while I, I don't think it's bad to pray the rain away, I mean, who, who doesn't want a storm to go away, right? But then I kind of realized later on that if I'm praying for the storm to go to a particular place, then how about those that are in that place or those that will be affected if the storm were to move from location A to location B because there's definitely going to be some distances that it will go through and... That will still cause some damages and harm, right? Like, if, if it's a really strong rainstorm. So eventually, I stopped praying the rain away. I think before high school, I stopped praying for the storms to go somewhere. And maybe I still prayed for the storm to, like, become weak and, you know, like, all of a sudden disperse for some time. So that, that was one of the superstitious beliefs that i had as a child praying the rain away and right now i don't pray for anything like that because it doesn't work and yeah there's no statistics that proves you can pray something away or pray something pray for something to come or go it's just that there's no statistics for that but if you believe in those things that's Okay, that's you, I guess, and this is me. So you do you, I do me. <laughs> okay, so uh, so that's one. The other superstitious belief that I had when I was a child was that wearing red, wearing red, would bring me luck. Yeah, I think this is something Eastern Asian. Like we, because of colors, we think that the red color is a good thing and that it brings us luck so when i was young i used to like join different kinds of competitions quiz bees uh yeah mostly quiz bees in math in science and whatever and my grandmother and well not only my grandmother but even the teachers i was with They would always tell me to wear something red during the day of the competition because they think that me wearing red during the competition will increase my chances of winning. And as a child, because my grandmother and my teachers were in positions of authority, I kind of just took them by their word that, yeah, I should wear something red. So while I I didn't have any red underwear, so it, it was mostly either red socks or a red shirt which was like very obvious and like people will see oh this person is wearing red or maybe a oh, red handkerchief so those kinds of things I believe, when I was a child I think I believed in that until I was in grade 6 and kind of I still had joined different competitions in high school but I stopped wearing anything red at that time and instead I kind of told my grandma that okay I'm working on this like different luck thing and I thought I'd paint my nails black but not not all nails just a single nail and that was my pinky finger I painted it black and it was not illegal in school to paint your nails black I mean if it's just a single nail people won't notice so I did that and I said okay this is like my lucky charm so if I joined a competition while wearing a black nail polish on my pinky finger then maybe I could win and it worked for a while and then it stopped working cause well these kinds of things just don't work you know I won competitions not because of wearing anything red or wearing a black paint on my nail I won because I was like better at the... You know, I mean, I got higher scores than other participants in the competitions. That was the sole reason. Maybe I got lucky because, you know, I got the correct answer. Or maybe I just studied harder than most of the other students who joined the competition. But it was never about the red thing or the black nail polish. It was never those things. And lastly the final superstitious belief that i wanted to share today is that people just thought i was a very lucky person and even my uncles and aunties believe that and so yeah i had uncles who who loved uh joining cockfighting or what they call that derby So, like, there's a derby fiesta, I don't know what it's called nowadays, but it's like a derby cockfighting thing, and then they bet on stuff. Or sometimes they have their own uh, chicken or rooster, which uh, they'll train and use to fight. And because they thought that I was such a lucky child, they would often make me touch the rooster, the fighting rooster, like because they think that if I touch those roosters, then the roosters will receive my luck and therefore when they fight in the derby, then their rooster will win, something like that so they kind of believe that and for a while I I also thought that yeah, I, I mean, they were winning and if they win, then they give me some cash as well so yeah it was okay to touch those roosters even though uh, i didn't really like chicken and roosters that much when i was young but yeah we did that and there were times that they won and there were times that they didn't win and during the days that they didn't win i felt like oh was something wrong with me because they didn't win and it must have been because my luck wasn't you know transferred properly to the rooster or maybe i wasn't lucky or something like that it's not that i blamed myself but it just felt like it was crazy that i allowed myself to think that i had that kind of luck or something and well yeah sometimes we get lucky for different reasons and i i'd like to acknowledge that but there's no such thing as 100% i mean you cannot be lucky 100% of the time So, yeah there There is not one person Who is lucky 100% of the time Because if I were lucky 100% of the time I would have already won the lottery I would have already You know, joined Joined Bassas In his Intergalactic travel or whatnot But yeah, I, I mean Yeah, looking at my childhood it was interesting but yeah i kind of believed those until before high school or until like early high school and now that i think of it okay those days were kind of interesting And yeah uh I i think even in college i still had some superstitious beliefs like which i slowly let go and even now in my adulthood there are still some superstitious beliefs that I started letting go of and while I cannot say that I'm 100% like uh, I don't have any superstitious beliefs anymore there might still be something that's just you know I, I haven't really thought about but I might consider thinking about it again but yeah so what I'm saying is we all have superstitious beliefs and there comes a time that we let go of these superstitious beliefs and we just We just embrace reality the way that it is. Okay, so that's just it, nothing, I I didn't want to, you know, say anything bad about people who still hold on to these beliefs, that's okay if you want that. Okay, I'm, yeah, I I spoke over time for that sharing, but now I'm going to answer 5 questions and I'm going to answer 296 until 300, yay, okay, we can do this. In like very short time Okay, 296 In one sentence How would you describe your relationship with your mother? I and my mother are close And our relationship is mostly focused on delicious food I mean, it's our language of love, I think Yeah, delicious food Okay, 297, what was the most defining moment in your life during this past year? Okay, so last, this past year, so meaning July now in 2021 until August in last year, 2020. So yeah, the most defining moment in my life this past year was when I decided that I'm quitting a religion that I used to believe in. Yeah, that's a very defining moment in my life. Yeah. Um, Need I say more? I mean, yeah, religion is usually like a big part of a person's personality. So when you like change your religion, that's going to sort of define you one way or another. So yeah, I I guess that's it. And yeah, I'm glad I made that decision. Okay, next. 298. What's the number one change you need to make in your life in the next 12 months? Number one change that I need to make in my life in the next 12 months. I think it's... Uh, well, it's not something that I need to make yet. I mean, I'm already doing it. Like, taking care of my body. Taking care of my health. And working on my relationship with my family and my friends and my finances so those are the things that I'm already working on but uh, I can't think of something that like I'm not doing yet and I won't suddenly all of a suddenly do in the next 12 months because you know I've already been changing and working on different kinds of stuff and so yeah I don't have a different answer aside from those that I have already said okay good so I, I, I answered three questions really quick so this is going to be fast all right question number 299 what makes you feel secure okay I would write on I mean I would piggyback on what people are saying these days because it has been raining a lot and people just find comfort and security under their blanket and i just feel the same like if it's so cold then my blanket keeps me warm and like sometimes there were days like not 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 nowadays but in the past when in the house that i used to live in like there were cockroaches and yeah they exist for real and like there were days when I was a child and not a child but I was in high school or college and then there were cockroaches flying in the room and I would just cover myself in the blanket and I mean under the blanket and yeah I felt safe so yeah the blanket makes me feel secure (laughs) But definitely, it's not going to keep me secure all the time, but you know, it has its perks having a blanket that keeps you safe, but really, I mean, it's a joke, right? But I feel secure when I'm with people whom I can trust, with people whom I can rely on, so I, I think that makes me feel secure. But on top of that, I feel secure with myself if I know that I'm I'm being me and like uh, I know what I want. I know what I need to do to get what I want. And like I think awareness in general makes me secure. So if there's something that I'm not sure of, well, that that will make me feel a little insecure. But I'm also coming to a point where I embrace ambiguity, uh, sorry, ambiguity, so yeah, any things that are ambiguous exist in life, and there's nothing we can do about that, there's just a lot of ambiguities in life, and that's okay, but yeah, so those are the things that make me feel secure. Alright, final question. This is question number 300. Oh, so after this, I only have 65 questions left. So the final question for today is, what is your favorite sound? Definitely not my voice, but yeah, I'm kind of enjoying the sound of my voice these days. And it depends on like the time of the day that I speak. And it depends on how my microphone picks up my voice, but I kind of like my voice somehow, but it's not my favorite sound. I think nowadays my favorite sound would be the sound of the birds tweeting like whenever I record I'm not sure if you've noticed but there would be times when you know you'd hear birds tweeting and I really enjoy that because I'm I'm like in a city and I, I think it's not so frequent that we hear bird sounds and I just really appreciate that so nowadays bird sounds are sounds that i appreciate the most at night sometimes i appreciate the sound of the rain yeah it's kind of weird but i kind of like that sound at night not during the day i despise it during the day because you know somehow it distracts me but at night it's kind of comforting it's weird i know but i'm just saying whatever okay So, I think that is all for today. Um, Yeah, so this is like... I don't know how many episodes I've done already in this format, but... Rome, it's been a pleasure, you know, doing this until now. And we'll continue doing this. And for people out there who are listening to this, you're kind of... I don't know, weird? Like, not really weird. I don't know. I don't know why you're listening to this but yeah i'm still recording like maybe I'm, I'm thinking like this is kind of youtube but but for audio and like practice or something but yeah we'll see yeah i'm also thinking of continuously making youtube videos but i i just couldn't put my hands on it like yeah anyway i'm speaking too much that's all for today and i'll see you again next week bye bye